0: And what's good, everybody? This is E.D. Reese with another episode. What's up? Anime Society, your captain here. Yeah. Uh, we're talking One Piece and a new anime that I've been watching is called Licorice. Licorice Recoil? Licorice? I don't even know how to say it, bro. Licorice Recoil. Licorice. Licorice Recoil or Licorice Recoil? I don't know, but yeah let's get right into it so new episode of one piece uh nothing new this was actually you know this is another filler or whatever but this is actually like a recap though one, you know the ones that we fucking hate we get shank's story again and one, i mean and luffy but uh it, it shows a little bit about the war too which is a good refresher i guess if people don't go back if like you know if you're watching one piece and you don't go back and watch you know previous fights that happened like I do, like I don't go back and watch any of the fights. I think I've seen all the fights maybe once, maybe the major fights twice. I'm not sure, but I mean, there's people out there like my cousin that loves to rewatch like older fights that happened before and stuff. But I don't, you know. So it was really, it was a, uh, it was pretty good, you know. I did, I was skipping it around, of course, since I've already watched it, you know. So, but I didn't skip like the Paramount War. Cause that was, that was, that was sick, man. That was really lit. And it showed, you know, Shanks showing up and actually owning that place, you know, like that man is fear, you know, it gives us another, like a reminder, I guess, like, yo, this guy's the goat. This man really walked there and he's like, all right, like, if y'all don't stop, you know, you can fight me all day. And then he's like, you either got that or you stop it. So. That was a dope moment. That was a crazy moment. Anyway, we haven't even talked about the Paramount War, so I guess this is a way of me explaining my uh my experience. So when that was happening, man, that was so insane. I thought it was so crazy that they were at the headquarters and stuff. Uh everybody was fighting and you know, we saw Whitebeard in action and you know, his people love him. Uh the way he died was so oh man, I don't know, like I guess, I guess it's because I want to say, he, I mean, I want to say that he's one old, you know, he lets his guard down Uh because he doesn't expect, you know, anybody to backstab him, not especially none of his like family or whatever is, his pirates, but obviously they get deceived. I forgot who, who did that. I think it was uh part of the Navy or whatever, deceived them and like stabbed him in the back like what the hell man like if you really love this man you would have never done that you know in the first place but you know he dies like that word but then the craziest shit that happened was blackbeard getting his powers so that was absolutely i thought it was so crazy uh i always thought about that but yo i wonder if luffy luffy will ever get like a second Devil devilful power right so when this happened it Kind of confirmed to me or whatever, I confirmed like, yo, maybe he can, you know, like, how the fuck did uh, Blackbeard get it? I mean, he Blackbeard was saying that he wanted this specific fruit, like, this is the one that he was searching for all along and stuff. I don't think it, he explained how he can do it, but I think it has to do with the fruit the what is it, the black fruit, the black gravity food. I forgot, oh man. Ah, uh, I forgot what it was called, a black hole or something. Oh, dude, I forgot what kind of power he had, but uh some black fucking gravity, smoke, whatever, fruit, gum, gum. But he ended up getting his power, too, which is insane. So he has two, right? And he's the only one that we know that he has two devil fruits. So when that happened, I was so, like, I was so shocked. I was like, holy shit, like. People can have two fruits, or like maybe that's why he really wanted it. So I was super surprised. And they really solidified himself as like, yo, he's strong. He is scary now. Like he has the quake quake one, which it was crazy. You saw this man just rip apart like dimensions or whatever and bring in tsunamis to the headquarters. But even though he still had two fruits. He didn't. He didn't want to fight Shanks, even though he had two powers in his disposal. He still admitted, like, "Hey, like, long time no see, Shanks." Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Uh, you know, like, I'm not gonna fight you right now. Like, I'm not ready. I'm already not, not ready." Oh, yeah, you know, he says, "I'm not ready. We're not ready to uh, verse you." Because, yo, it's interesting, like, okay, if Shanks is that powerful, like, his his crew members must be that powerful. Or, like, you know, at least, like, Sanji or Zoro, he has one or two that are dumb powerful as well, so. So, yeah, you know, Blackbeard, watching all that, too, like, damn, bro, like, Shanks really, really the guy. He, you know, he controlled the world or whatever you would think, you know, he's the Pirate King. But yeah, you know that whole war was insane. Ace dying, Luffy, the admirals. Like, oh, dude, that was such a good fucking. That was a, such a good arc, like you saw everything in the one place. Uh, and yeah, you know, it was uh dope experience. And like I said again, you know, the little recap was interesting. Well, you know, refresh your memory. We did see Toby. So we are, we now we know that he's going to go to Elijah or Elijah, Eli, Elegia, whatever it's called. So we're going to see Toby, you know, Toby and Luffy. I think they have, I think they only met once, but I hope we can see, you know, his powers, what he does and stuff. And yeah, you know, shit's going to go down because it's going to be Shanks, Luffy's crew and the Navy are going to go like, what the fuck is in that place? What the hell is in that island? What the hell is this girl doing, like, that has so many eyes on them, you know? Well, well, yeah, you know, Luffy and everybody going because, you know, they want to go to the concert or whatever. And Shang obviously going to go for specific reasons, and that's going to be scary. And then there's the Navy, you know? The Navy does his research, or Toby doing his research. He knows where shit's happening, and I can't wait for this movie, man. I cannot wait for this movie. I think we're finally going to see Shang's fight. And his powers, what he is, what's he about. And then we're going to see Toby, the Admirals, and then Luffy talk with Shanks. Maybe I don't know, but. Ooh, this is about to be so good. But yeah, you know, episode was just filler, and it just gives us, like, just like. Uh, another what? And it gives us information that the Navy is involved as well. So, nothing too crazy. And yeah, so I'm actually watching this uh, this uh show called, you know, Licorice Recoil or Light Chorus, whatever, I saw it on TikTok, I saw it on TikTok, actually, I've been seeing a lot of animes on TikTok, like, they be talking about, you know, like, oh, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch that, like, these fights, blah, 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 so I actually stumbled this one on on, on TikTok, t- talking about, you know, girls, why is it so popular, All these like pretty girls with guns and... Yeah, that's like basically what it is, you know. But, 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 you know, I've watched like half of it. We always do this, you know. I'm always gonna ha- watch half of whatever the episode are. And I'm gonna get my opinion. Okay, so yeah, you know, episode starts off with, you know, girls with guns. Hey, you know, very first episode. Chisato or whatever is the main, uh, main character. She's very happy. She's very peppy. She has so much energy, you know. Uh, ends up being a ex whatever they're called DAs or whatever agents right okay so basically it starts off you know they work for an agent agency or whatever they're like the FBI or whatever only girls which is you know what I mean it's lit. only girls are badass are trained like special forces um uh, with you know like guns and stuff and they take care of you know Super classified, um, problems in the world and they preserve the peace and wherever they're. At. I think they're in Japan. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they're in Japan. And yeah, they end up showing, you know, one of the agents, uh, not taking orders from like the command side, I guess. And there's a, uh, there's a, a hostage, uh, there's a hostage problem going on. She doesn't take orders from the commander. The commander says not to shoot, you know, but, you know, time is ticking. They're going to kill her, the hostage. And one of them starts, I mean, disobeys and shoots at everybody and kills all the potential suspects, whatever to save the, uh, hostage's life. And that creates a whole problem that, you know, why didn't you, uh, listen to orders, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and she ends up being at a, like, I guess, uh, staff of agents that don't like the system I guess so yeah so yeah so the agent's called Takina Takina fucks up whatever she's booted off the place sends to Chisato in the group which is like a uh, they still work for like the agency I guess but they do it their way I, uh, I believe and uh they're not they're not supposed to go back to the agency or whatever so it's like another branch I guess so she ends up getting kicked over there Everybody knows her because she, she did some like crazy operation before that she handled it. And you just see Takina, you know, wandering around trying to see, trying to make her dues over to pay her dues and trying to be back in the agency. And they actually end up getting a job where it's like another hostage situation. They kidnap, uh, a lady. That they're supposed to guard because she took a photo of like the deal that was going on with the arms, and uh, she took a picture of a weapons arm deal that wasn't supposed to be online, whatever. It was on the background when she took a selfie, and blah blah blah. They're looking for her, and trying to kill her. So you know they they have a they have a, a couple guys in the van, and they end up getting into a uh, a quarrel with Takina though because Chisato left right that tries to take care of it. You know, it's trying to kill everybody in the van. And then Chisato... Chisato just comes and just... You know, he's like, yo, like, don't kill anything. Let me handle this. I got it. You know, relax. And then we really see, like, yo, she's really a body. Like, she's a little peppy and very energized person. But, then we really see her serious side. Uh... Of her character. And we... We start to understand that, yo, she is really, really good at her job. She knows how to, you know, do everything, look mad effortlessly. And, yeah, the episode ends. And then, yeah, at the very end, she takes care of everybody with ease. No problems, Nothing happened. It was super simple, very efficient. And the end, I think we end up seeing, like, the main villain or whatever. And we see that like, this guy's, like, a little obsessed with her, you know? Like, look at the little, like, oh, my God, like, Chisato, like... Mad creep, you know, like fucking pervert or some shit. But yeah, you know the I I thought I thought the first episode was really good. It really shows up. It really like sets us up for like the whole storyline, like who is Chisato, why is she so good, I just what she does, why did she leave, why is she like this, and then you know, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't you know uh, a slow pace episode as well. We get action from the very beginning. And at the very end, we got more action. Like, in between, we had, like, a lot more character development. And really see, like, uh both sides, how they, you know, interact. Takina and Chisato. And, yeah, at the very end, we really see, you know, like, Chisato's really about what she does. She's really good at it. She doesn't mess around. But, you know, it's a certain way that she do it. So, I thought the first episode was great. And, yeah, next episode. Alright, so then we go into the second episode, which is even more crazy. <laughs> They end up um They end up uh getting a job to escort a squirrel. Well somebody disguised in the squirrel and it's a hacker and he's being, you know, he's being tracked down too. He's trying to he's he's like on the hitman, he's on the hitman list. So they escort him around the whatever the city. It starts getting really crazy. Another hacker takes over. And, you know, they lose control of the car and the whole thing, you know, they're they're like Getting away from all this while Takina's trying to kill everybody. And was like, no, no. Like, don't kill anybody. And, like, trying to, uh, you know, calm the situation down. And then, in the end, he dies. He gets killed. The scroll steps out behind the door and gets killed. And that was actually very disappointing when that happened. Because I was like, yo, like... Because it really made, like, Chisato look at Lee Like, she was taking care of an enemy... I get, I get the, you know, the sympathy or whatever for people. And, you know, not everybody is, you know, supposed to die or nobody should be killed or whatever. And, you know, could have prevented, you know, the squirrel from taking the step out or whatever. And it, uh, the squirrel ends up getting, or the hacker or whatever, the hostage, or I mean, the, the client gets gunned down and killed. And, you know, I was really disappointed because she's elite, you know? She's super elite, so nothing should go wrong. But at the same time, I ended up then thinking about, like, okay, like, how many OP character uh How many characters in anime are very OP, you know? They're very OP. They take everything, and they crush everything, and everything is perfect. So then I was like, all right, maybe she isn't perfect. She's really, really good at what she does. She's elite, but she's not perfect. So... It was first disappointment, and then, but then, as I, I thought about it more, I'm like, you know what? Like, I kind of like this better, because, uh, you know, we don't get like a really OP character like all the time that we do in anime. And so that was good, but I ended up getting tricked <laughs> because the hostage or the client, or whatever, was actually one of the people that worked with them with Chisato and everybody. I forget her name. She's the girl who takes the uh, the glasses. Whatever. She's in the same house. She's in the same house that Chisato and Takina are. And, uh, yeah, it was all disguised, you know, like she was, uh, the squirrel or whatever. She was, uh, pulling up a uh, suitcase and she had like, uh, bulletproof, uh, the squirrel's costume was bulletproof and made it really, uh, seem that she died and got bullets and blood all over. And in the briefcase was actually the real client, which was another hacker which was the real hacker all along. It was like a little girl, and I thought that was really good. I thought that was really good. I did not expect that at all. I really expected, like, you know, a turn, because obviously I'm expecting them to, like, you know, save the squirrel or whatever, uh, escort the squirrel safely, and then we end up getting a twist, like, oh, gun down, blah, blah, blah. and like, oh, damn, like, what's going to happen with Chisato? But then again, they played us again. And they were like, psych, no, we're alive, this is part of the plan, everything everything had to be very convincing. And yeah, now I'm with you guys too, so boom, we get another character. It's a main hacker, little girl, the best of the best. And uh yeah, I thought it was really, I thought the second episode was really good too. Again, it's not slow, it's pretty good paced, it has information, it has action. I thought it was uh, really good. And then again, we see the same guy. At the end of the uh, episode, uh, and we find out that he's the one that sent, uh, you know, the people to kill the squirrel, the hacker, whatever. And he ends up visiting the shop. Ends up in the shop, trying to get some information about the girls. And yeah, you know, in this show, in this episode too, you really see that, you really see the OPness penis in Shisato or whatever, when she's uh, dodging bullets like it's nothing. So, it makes me wonder, like, is she a robot? Because I don't, you know, obviously I know it's an anime, but, like, humanly possible, you shouldn't be able to dodge bullets with, like, that that easy, you know? Like, she's just, like, ultra instinct over here, like, few, few, just, like, left, right, left, like, ease and just taking care of everybody. Like, it's nothing. So, I'm over here wondering, like, oh, yo, is she a robot? Like, she's making that shit look really easy. Alright, so yeah, so in the third episode, we actually get a, uh, a more of peer-to-peer, uh, problem. So Takina and Chisato actually go back to the DA. Uh, I always oh, report for a physical that Chisato had to do. Takina begs her to take her, you know, she wants to go talk to the commander so she can call back or whatever. Uh, you know, all the girls that work there at the DA bullies Takina because of what happened with the, whole hostage situation and it's just you know a basic bully story I guess a bully episode the girls are bullying uh Takina and then Chisato's out here defending her and they end up Chisato ends up like telling them like oh what's up like you guys are talking hella shit like let's fucking fight and apparently they do that they can like I don't know uh declare a duel whatever against each other in the DA uh so Takina says, like, oh, no, like, she feels embarrassed or whatever. She feels bad. And then Chisato does a 1v2. And, you know, I in the in the beginning, you see her, like, you know, go crazy. Like, she's an elite. She's an elite killer. She handles both of them. Uh Her partner, the other person, like, the one that's bullying Takina, her partner, is a, a little bit new, I guess, and doesn't know who she is. And she gets really, like, cocky, and she just gets murked left and right. And, yeah, we end up seeing Takina come out of nowhere. Getting, I guess, like, the courage to, like, you know, move forward with her situation or help Chisato or whatever. And she ends up fucking punching the shit of the girl who punched her in the first episode. So, nothing too crazy. We see, you know, Chisato, I guess, uh being elite. The commander, you know, chiming in like, yo, that girl is really different. Like, this is why, like, I let her talk all this you know, crap. And to me, I let her talk back to me, you know, because she acknowledges that she is elite and she a killer. So I guess we get a little bit of information about her. Like, Oh, um, you know, Chisato's really, really one of the best. We find like, you know, we see like taking moving with her situation and she ends up, you know, like smiling at the end and like, you know what? Like, fuck the DA. I don't give a shit about this. I'm gonna do me. And yeah, you know, a little happy episode, I guess. All right. And then the fourth episode, it's a little like a mix, you know? We get a little, a little fan, uh, fan, what, fan teaser or fan teasing, whatever. Anyways, panties, panties are in the show. Panties are talked about. Blah, blah, blah. They go to a panty shopping spree and they go on like a little date. They go on a little date. They talk about, you know, chisato talks about like normal stuff like in life or whatever talking that you know it's still a little over the fence i guess about like you know what's happened or whatever but she's more accepting like okay uh it already happened the past is the past whatever moving forward we end up getting some um good information in the end that the gun deal that went down the guy that purchased the gun deals actually made an appearance under the subway or whatever they ended up showing the guns that they bought. And they ended up spraying a whole train that was coming by the the subway. Just to find out that I guess the DA caught uh, what they were doing. And inside the train were a bunch of specialized DA forces whatever. The girls, a bunch of girls that worked for the DA. And, you know, they were shooting back at him. And I think it didn't show, it didn't confirm... But he ends up he ends up escaping, throwing a bomb and like collapsing the place. Uh we don't see like the girls physically die, but we see a lot of rubble and the whole thing come down on top of them. So I'm pretty sure, you know, some of the girl, the DA girls died. And at the very end we see like uh he's still alive, like the villain. And what I think is so important about this is that the villains played by the Actor Yoshi Sugu, I hope I'm not fucking that up. He won. He's the one that plays. He voices Inosuke, Soma, Kirito from Sword Art Online, and some other mo- uh, some other more. But like, dude, that is so good. Like he he's like one of my favorite voice actors. Like he really he can really play a really well like villain. Like the voice, whatever his voice is really good. So I'm actually really excited because I'm 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 pretty sure that they won't let him like uh, you know, die quick. So I feel like this villain's gonna, you know, last a little bit. But I'm just as so happy as him because his voice is just, it's crazy. It's meant for, like, a very crazy, lunatic type of villain. And he actually played, a, my, I think, my favorite, uh, my favorite one in ReZero, one of the apostles, I forgot, the guy with the green, the green guy. Oh, man, he played, like, that guy was so crazy, man. The guy was, like, super, like, lunatic and, like, psychotic and his voice just messed that just matched that so perfectly so when I heard his voice I was just like oh my god like yes this is about to be so good but yeah that's where I left off this fourth episode and so far like it's really good guys like you guys should definitely watch this definitely better than Shio Hero and I think it's better than Skeleton Knight as well and so far so good man so far it really has me entertained it's been really hard actually not to watch the next four episodes because i haven't recorded this until now and which has been like a i think a week i think as you can see i didn't post on monday so sorry about that but yeah like it's been really hard not to finish it so now that i'm done recording i'm definitely gonna finish it and so far really good guys i'm gonna give it like a solid like 15 out of 20 right now you know right now it can definitely move up and down easily see how it goes but yeah I really like the characters. I like the character development. They have it really good. The story is not boring. There's little bits, uh, you know, little side quests, I guess I'm calling them. But they're actually not, you know, boring or whatever. And they're just one episodes. So, So yeah. Uh Girls with guns. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much you can, you know. I don't know, like, what else you can want. I've seen a couple gun... Animates like Psychopaths. Um, I really don't remember it well, but I did, I didn't think Psychopaths was good. But as you can see, like, I don't really remember it that well. So it was okay, I guess, in my book. It was probably like a 13 or 14 out of 20. And another gun, like, related or like cops, you know type of anime i don't think i have watched anything i don't know tokyo ghoul counts but i never even watched the second season because that shit was oh my god it started up so bad like i have no idea what the hell happened there but anyways this one like a you know like police cops like uh type of stories uh so far really good really good really interesting and yeah we're gonna keep watching uh hit that follow thank you for listening Sorry if that didn't post on Monday, but you know, we are we already here, you know I'm getting I'm getting used to this stuff but you know what I mean, Tony. Anyways, yo, Captain's Beacon, Animus Society. We out. Much love. Show love. And you know, love you guys. Peace.